ready for the 2-2 two -two to Woodson, and here it comes, and it is swung out and missed, and Tom Browning has missed a perfect game. Welcome to this week's broadcast of... Pardon the punctuation. You got it right this week. Thank you. I'm Aaron. I'm Ed. This is Ed. And uh, thank you for joining us for our third episode. We're just as excited uh, today as we were the very first one, I think. Um, especially after seeing how many people are out there listening. Uh, I know the first week uh, we had quite a few, uh, more than either of us expected at over 150. Uh, that number continues to climb. And uh, we're just outside of 70 at this point for the second episode. So. We're at 69, which uh, is an interesting number. <laughs> So, like I said, just outside of 70. And, uh, no, we uh, we thank you for listening, and uh, we're still excited to be growing with you. So, uh, here we are, two days before opening day for our Cincinnati Reds. And this should make, you know, this whole nightmare in Nashville pill a little easier to swallow now that we're starting up with... Our summertime boys here, led by, uh, once again, Joey Votto. Yeah, you know, it still kind of stings a little bit uh, because it's not on opening day, like April 2nd. It's the Thursday before, but, you know, I'll get over it. It's not going to be a game. It's going to end up being rained out. It's going to get rained out. It's going to get rained out so bad. <laughs> Every game this weekend is going to get rained out. It will start on April 2nd. I don't know. iPhone right now, I think, is saying that Friday might actually end up being a game. Um, I'm not holding my breath, nor should you or anyone else out there for that matter. But uh, we'll see how that all shakes out. Android so, over iPhone. Get out of here. Oh. So, as we are here two days before opening day, what are you most excited this year to see out of our Cincinnati Reds, Ed? I'm most excited to see some of the younger players. I mean... Anyone in particular? I hope Nick gets called up this year. I'm really excited to see Nick come up. I hope Hunter gets called up this year. Hunter starting in Class A with the Dayton Dragons. There's still a possibility. All right. Again, well, September, butts in the seats. Hey, let's bring up Hunter. Um, hopefully he doesn't sign his name with that money sign. Cash rolls everything around me. Cream, He's not Deion Sanders. <laughs> but no, I'm excited. Um, I'm actually excited to get just back into the ballpark. Yeah, you know, I, it's nothing like going to a game on the evening, watching the Red Legs try to win. I mean, I only went to one game last year. I plan on going a little bit more this year. Uh, just, I, it's not quite the same rebuild as it was last year. There was nothing to be excited about last year. You could try to be excited about the younger players last year, but really, at the end of the day. It just was a dumpster fire of a team. It's interesting. I only made it to one game last year too. We went for uh, the last, the last St. Louis series. We went early. My father-in-law did, yeah. um, and I for our birthdays as they're right within a couple of days of one another. So we try to do that annually. I'm gonna try to make it more this year. Signed up Parker for the uh, Red Legs Kids Club thing, so we should get a couple free tickets. So. He gets to run the bases. Yeah. That's awesome. If it doesn't get rained out again. It's going to be rained out like every day. Every game. He also gets to meet some players sometimes. Yeah? Yeah. You're going to get some autographs? Mm, he will. Collect them for your man cave? Don't. There's a lot over there. I know there are. One right behind you. We were going through your whole pack of them. Anyway, so yep. back to the Reds. So, 
you're most excited to see these young players. Yep. Obviously, some of the kids that aren't here. Anybody here that is with the team currently that you're excited to see this year? Uh, like I said, I said like last week, um, Suarez. I'm excited to see him play a little bit more. Um, Billy, maybe he can lay down a bunt this time. Um, Joey, he seems like he's ready to go this year. I watched last night. Um, Scooter had a stand-up triple, which is pretty nice. So some of the things that I'm excited to see this year, um, I'm excited to see how this young core of pitchers come together because last year there was a lot of guys that had zero experience coming up and playing, and those guys now have a little bit of experience underneath their belt. Um, Most, I don't know, notably to me is to see if at some point this season Amir Garrett can recapture some of what he had starting the season last year before he got injured. Um, That kid was just an ace out there um, early on in the season, and then he got that injury, and the wheels kind of fell off at that point. But I'd like to apologize to Amir Garrett for everything I said about him last year on Twitter. I thought he was somebody else that I encountered at Reds Fest. It wasn't him. Amir, I, I apologize. Come on the show. <laughs> So, um, obviously, I'm, yeah, I think we're all excited to see Joey Votto because he might be the baddest man to put a Reds uniform on in uh, years at this point, maybe since Barry Larkin. Um, I don't. I, I'm, I feel confident saying that, actually. That's a good, yeah. I, I'll support you. Um, beyond that, though, um, I don't know. Obviously, we're all excited to see some of the kids um, kind of painting a, an infield, if you will, of... Um, you know, Suarez or Senzel, whichever one ends up at third, whichever one ends up at short. Peraza, if he can ever get his ish together, um, maybe he ends up at second. Maybe he ends up on the bench. I'm not really sure where that guy's going to go. Um, I think this is the year where maybe you see some moves that we've been talking about for some years, but, you know, maybe they actually pull the trigger on some of these things. Um, like, you know, Hamilton or I don't know. I mean, you got. Our backup catcher used to be a starter. Um, I don't like to say his name out loud because Danielle likes to call him her boyfriend and makes me want to throw up. But Tucker? No, not Tucker. Tucker's our oh, starter. Devin. That's the one. Devin. He's right there. I don't like talking about him. And let me ask you a question. Do you think Scooter can uh, continue his brilliancy from last season, or do you think the rest of the league is you know, kind of getting used to him and, and knows how to handle him now? I'd be absolutely... It just super surprised if he can continue the hot streak that he had last year. Um, with that being said, you can't you can't actually expect that to be replicated. That was out of control. He wasn't ready for that. He had no idea no. he was even capable of that. Come on, man. You ask him at the beginning of the season last year if he was going to have those types of numbers, he probably would have laughed at you. He would. Straight to your face. There's no way that a dude named Scooter thought he was going to have that kind of a season. <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, I'd be super happy if he did. You know what I mean? Like, to have that kind of replication at second base. We haven't had a second baseman put those kinds of numbers up since maybe two or three years before B. Phil left. That's still sour. I mean, what, that he left? No, that you mentioned him and we haven't retired his number yet. Brandon Phillips? Yeah. He's not retired yet. But we still haven't retired his number. We shouldn't. Well, that's what he, he he thinks we should. Well, he's still an active player, and Scooter changed numbers this year too. He did. He's not wearing his number anymore. No, he wanted to do that. I mean, that was kind of a respectful thing. Go for it. 
Um, I'm also excited to see my man Raisel Iglesias. Um, that dude's a beast. Uh, he's a workhorse. I'm going to be really sad if we actually have to trade him, but if that's part of this whole rebuild and retool and all of that, um, you know, we got to do what we got to do, but that, that dude is <laughs> the truth. Opening day starter two years ago, right? And now our closer. Yeah, well, you yeah. know. Time goes on. Sometimes you got to open the door. Sometimes you got to close it. It got closed. So, with that all being said, um, there's a couple other things that we kind of want to talk about uh, before we get to some other things we have for you this week on the show. Um, big news today for Xavier fans. Sha na na na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye, Chris Mack. We'll see you later. Going to Louisville. To the Ville. Two fingers up, thumb out. I think that's that's all they do. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, seven years, $4 million a year, $28 million. As a college coach, you don't turn that money down, man. But sanctions. I'm. Happy wife, happy life. Well, that's that's where her family's from. Chris said, sanction me. Sanction me with your honor. <laughs> He's ready for them sanctions. I mean, $28 million is... Like I said, $28 million. I mean, that makes a lot of things go away. So, yeah, he's going to be missing some scholarships because of what Rick Pitino did with allegedly not knowing about some hookers and whatnot, whatever else was happening. I think the correct term might be prostitutes. Um, strippers. I can 100% sure. tell you I have no idea what was going on there. I don't think anyone does. Well, I'm vindicated. That's fair. No, I mean, good for him, I guess. You know, his wife's from there, um, so he's going to be closer to his wife's family. I just don't see how a coach who went to Xavier, came back, got him into the Big East, got him, what, the highest they went was Elite Eight? Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I, uh, Gave I, them the most wins that the program's ever seen. Most winningest coach. I mean, I guess, you know... Maybe they offered him a bunch of fried chicken. I don't... No, they offered him $28 million. And fried chicken. 28 million reasons to leave. Also a lot bigger arena. The Yum Yum Center? Yeah. It is. So, I mean, he's going to have a chance to get in the you know in the limelight there and... Well, see ya. I'm not going to miss him. And I don't want that rivalry back. I mean... Louisville or Xavier? Because Louisville. we're going to control the Xavier rivalry for some time now. Yeah, which we didn't do under him, so. We'll see you later, Chris. Bye-bye. I hardly knew you. So, some other things going on this week. Uh, SK, Sean Kilpatrick, UC alum. One of my favorite UC players. I just signed a huge three-year deal with the Bulls. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, three years. Um, he get what I read online. He gets two point one million for the rest of the season, which is like nineteen games. So I would take that in a heartbeat. I don't uh, understand all the rules that the NBA likes to play here, no. but a, a lot of people on you know the Facebook uh, quotes Twitter. and whatever, where, like where you can comment, they were saying, "Oh, this is all about the Bulls having to hit the salary floor, whatever." Um, it's just good to see a UC player who I really enjoyed watching 
have something really good happen to him. Um, I mean, you could literally call this guy like the definition of just can't stop, won't stop. Like, resilient. I had to stop myself. <laughs> but no, um, <laughs> it's his fourth team this season. I mean, he started with Brooklyn, went to Milwaukee, went to the Clippers. He's and been passed around like a hot potato, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, you know, you've seen that before with other players. You've seen that with Lance, um, and then he made his way back to Indy. I mean, good for good for SK. It's closer. We could try to make a game in Chicago. I have never been to Chicago, and I actually wouldn't mind doing that next year. Okay, we'll mark that down. That would be a great podcast. Could we podcast from the game? I mean, no. The lapel pins. No, no. 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 The, the background noise. I gotcha. I feel like that's why they made things like Periscope, though. Oh, yeah. We could do that. We could do that. (laughs) So, Gary Clark is the AP All-American Honorable Mention. He No. How how does he go from winning all those awards to only getting Honorable Mention? That's a great question. Not even second team. Honorable Mention. I mean, I don't know that you could compare the stat lines of those who got the award over him. And actually win that argument. I mean, I could, but it would take me some time to research that, and I don't... We might be biased anyway. Yeah, we might be. But hey, uh, good for him. Puts a chip on his shoulder, because uh, uh, he he broke his radio silence this week. Um, Sunday, finally tweeting out and putting on Instagram that he had to get away for a little, little time and uh, clear his head. Um, I think he went to Miami. Um, and that he signed with an agent, and like I guess Florida he's Florida, or... Miami, Florida. All right. Not Oxford. Yeah, that'd be weird. I'm just hanging out at Brick Street. There's so many sorority girls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. No, um, so he signed with an agent. I think he's going to go for the draft. Um, I mean, more power to him. Still don't know about Jacob Evans. If he's going to go to the draft, I hope he stays one more year. But, you know. I'm going to go out and say, if Gary Clark gets drafted to the NBA, I might actually buy a jersey. I'm not saying I'd wear it, because grown men wearing basketball jerseys is still kind of weird to me. But I might actually buy a basketball jersey if he gets drafted. I wore one for the first round. I'm not talking about that. Okay. Um, a lot of people on Twitter said you know, that he might... Um, it'd be cool to see him get drafted and sent down to the G League with Troy... Like we talked about last week, though, I mean, he's a big man who can hit the three. That's the way of the NBA. Everybody got to shoot the three. I wouldn't even be surprised at this point to see Kyle Washington get some looks. Because, again, big man, ugly jumper. I still have no idea how he hits some of his jump shots, but he can make a three. Somehow. I don't know. Um, I know you had some more about Troy in the G League. Yeah, so Troy is playing for the Lakeland Magic. Troy Copain. Yeah, which I imagine is probably uh, G League for the Magic. And the other night against the Miami Red Claws scored 32 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists over their win. So, I mean, he's tearing it up out there. So, get him and Gary together. and Like we said, we'd like to see UC alum doing some big things. So Yeah, where's 2 Holloway? (laughs) Something about being zipped up. I don't know. We couldn't zip up that contract Uh, for Chris Mack. Oops, did I say that? So, we're really excited for our next segment. Um, last week we did a disservice to the FC Cincinnati Football Club. Um, 
It was so bad. So we and we tried our hardest. We, that was that was our a effort. So this week we decided to bring a guest who belongs to one of the uh, the groups. They're, they're they're called some type of group down there. Uh, they're called support groups. The support groups. That's what they're called. Uh, and again, this is this is our A effort. So uh, Bill Mayhall is here to give us a little bit of insight to what it is to be on the inside of uh, the fans with uh, the FC Cincinnati. Yeah, so the season just started up two weeks ago. Uh, we had a first game of the season, beat Charleston Battery for the first time. Like Ed likes to say, one point win. It was a one nothing win. Three points in the league. Oh, there it is. Three points. Math was never in my strong suit. So, three points was for the win, is what he's saying, Ed. So, for those of you that don't know, and I this, this is all new to me, anytime a soccer team gets a win, you get three points in the standings. So, at the end of the season, when they add up all those points, that's how you know where you end up in the standings. Ties count as one, right? Ties count as one. Losses should be negative, but they're not. Zero. Zero. And it wins three points. So, we ended up with three in the first game. We ended up with three... Oh, no, we didn't because it was an exhibition. Yeah, last week we had a close, friendly match against those guys in Columbus, the Columbus Crew. Uh, Boo! So last year we played the Columbus Crew and the U.S. Open Cup, and we beat them. Uh, So 1-0 in the series against them. They wanted to play a reserve game. First half, we played our reserves. Uh, second half, we played our starters, and we ended up coming victorious 4-2. to two. Did they play their starters the whole time? They did not. They played their reserves the first half. So they did the same thing we did. They played their reserves, we played our reserves, they played starters, we played starters? Whether or not Columbus played their starters or not, I believe they just played their reserves. <laughs> they may have subbed in the starters towards the end of the game, but it doesn't matter. Win's a win. We'll take it. Especially against Columbus. No one likes Columbus. Aren't they going to move? There's talk. There's talk that uh, they'll be moving to Austin. A lot of fans are upset about that, but it sounds like they're going to Austin. See you later. Until Chris Mack uh, buy on the way out. Exactly. Exactly. So you take the same plane? Two different cities. No. So our next our next game is this Saturday against ND11. They just joined the league this year. Um, their first game was last weekend against Charles New Richmond. Kick no, uh, yeah, they played in New Richmond, and they won one nothing. So both teams are going into this game undefeated, never undefeated, lost, three points. So we played them in a preseason game. Um, Did we win? Yeah, we won that game. All right, good. Uh, two to one. Two good. To so one. high expectations here. Yeah, some high expectations. So what have you seen out of this FC Cincinnati team that you've enjoyed this year already? Just a mixture of the players. We got a lot of new players. They're moving Isn't, the ball real well. That's pretty common, right? Like the turnover in and the USL. Yeah, it's okay. pretty common. So, uh, Ledesma, he's a player to watch. Emmanuel Ledesma. Um, also, he's Richie new this Ryan. year. They're both new this year. They're both new this year. Yeah. So Richie Ryan came from Miami FC. Uh, he played for David Beckham's league. Um, David Beckham, I believe, paid, I think, $750,000 to bring him over to his league. So he's a big-name player. You think he had to bend it 
to get him here. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much we paid. They didn't like Beckham. That's, yeah, that was the joke. Yeah, that was a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, what about this new goalkeeper? I know you talked about that earlier, um, as far as that this guy was somebody to watch as well. Yeah, Newton's a pretty good goalkeeper. Um, First game against Charleston, he had a lot of good saves. I think he was in the running for USL uh, Player of the Week. That's what happens when you blank the other team. Yeah. Boom. A lot of great saves. Uh, Mitchell Brandt, you know, he's no longer with us. He's with Atlanta United. Last I heard, I think he was injured, so I'm not too sure how that's coming along. How does a goalie get injured? Lost a lot of good men out there. (laughs) It's normal. It's just like how every player gets injured. I just need people to know, I played goalie for a whole season. Of course you Never got injured. (laughs) Never got injured. Of course you did. Almost got ejected, but never got injured. All right, Bill, so tell me a little bit about your support group. What's the name of it? So I'm not actually in a support group. All right. Uh, I've been thinking about it. There's tons of different ones. There's So those of you who are out there recruiting, he's, he's looking for a suitor. There's the Bailey Bastards, just the Pride, um, the Queen City Mafia, a whole bunch of different ones. Um, but two of the support groups are getting together Tuesday night, April 3rd, to do a TIFO painting for the home opener match against Louisville City. What's a TIFO? A TIFO is just a big banner. Mm. Uh, Bailey will be holding up as a painting. Usually represents the team or anything that has to do with that game. So do you feel like you're going to make this decision based on the scarf choice or something else? That is a perk. You know, you join some of these support groups, you do get a scarf, but also some. And they're different. Each each support group has a different scarf, right? Everyone has a different scarf. Uh, Mind blown. It is, it is. I didn't know there were you so many You can join different... all of them if you want, if you want all the scarves. You'd have so many scarves. Usually it's $20 membership. Jump change. But some of those support groups get buses together, and they, they head out to away games. Everyone can join in. So it's like support group intermingling. Great. Weird. So, you're supporting your team all together as one. Speaking of support, which side of the river are you in support of this stadium being built? I'm in support of the Ohio side. Um, My man. The West End is, is dead. It's alive. It's dead. It's alive. So, But I, w- I would prefer the Oakley section. Uh, traffic. Not too sure how that will go, but they can get something figured out. I just think the like we mentioned earlier this year, um, just the pre-game, post-game celebrations in Oakley would be so much more epic than anything over on that other side of the river. Yeah, Newport's cool, though. Um, they're ready to roll. Uh, skyline in the background would be really great. It'd be pretty. Um, bars within walking distance. Um, but then again, you'll have our, our rivals going, oh, well, you're not actually in Ohio. You can change your name to Newport FC. Um, but the outcome doesn't change anything when it comes down to the game. I just wonder how the soccer players would do not wearing cleats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Some, some teams practice without cleats. Just the ball. <laughs> but again, if you go to Kentucky, you don't have to worry about that Cincinnati curse. The, oh, well played. The, so. the Cincinnati curse is real. Yeah, curse we all saw the Cincinnati curse with the Bearcats and the Xavier and the Bengals and the Reds. Curse of Bud Jackson, yes, sir. It all happens. Any other points you wanted to make while you got the, the mic here? Yeah, the uh, home opener's coming up April 7th. Uh, come out and support. Um, Hopefully the sun's out by then. Jesus. Yeah, the sun should be out by then. Uh, looking at the weather radar, 10-day um, forecast out doesn't show Saturday, but it's showing 50 and sunny for most of the week, so hopefully that rolls over for the weekend. We'll take it. Feel like 
It's actually spring out there. Yeah, it's out the rain. Got the soccer ball out, everybody putting on t-shirts, scarves. The new kits. The new kits are pretty cool. That that means jerseys for, for everybody like Ed. They have diamonds. I knew that. <laughs> All right. Well, we do thank you for hopping on the show with us, uh, Bill. And giving us your insight. Yeah, no problem. It was way enjoy, better than enjoy the time. Way better than what we gave you last week. Yeah, um, I, I was gave a, Ed some information. Sounds like uh, we didn't Blake use any Smith of it. Was the goalie, which he wasn't. He was the only guy who scored for us. Which is, yeah, he's not the goalie. Well, I mean, we all know how well Ed speaks in general. So to try and hope that force-fed information came yeah, out Yeah, I'm correctly. a season ticket holder, so any games that I can't make it, you two definitely should go out there and get a game. And we will definitely report on that. We'll have pictures all over Facebook, Twitter, all that stupid stuff. Yeah. I just so, to say, sometimes people make mistakes, you know, like living in Norwood or something. Alright, well that was clearly aimed and directed. Shots fired, I think, at his brother. So, we... No, he never lived no. in Norwood. Oh. He lived by you. Oh. Thanks, Bill. We appreciate the insight. So we had a competition this week, and we were looking for a name for our quick question segment because neither of us possess the creative capability to just come up with something on the fly. So the names that we had to choose from were... Uh, there were three of them online, and then you had some submitted personally. Uh, I was trying to pull it back up. It was Down the Drive, Grease the Pig, and the I-70 dirty. Rush. I-70? I-75 Rush. I-75. I was going to say 70. I, well, I don't mm-hmm. know where that's at. Uh, Columbus, I think. Highway 55. Um, the one we ended up going with was actually a personal submission. Um, we did have a couple that we liked uh, that came via text, and... Uh, the one that we almost went with was two-minute drill, but then we didn't think we could actually get through these questions in two minutes Couldn't as do it. much as we want to. Um, so we ended up going with uh, rounding third. So that's what we're going to call this segment, and we're going to continue to have it as our next-to-last segment on every show. An ode to the old left-hander. I mean, I still miss him. He was so great on the radio. I some t- Cowboy's good. Cowboy's, Cowboy's good, good, but he's not Joe. Well, Cowboy's on TV, usually. I mean, he's not on the radio all that often. Well. In comparison. I don't think. He likes barbecue. And ice cream. Mmm. <laughs> Sounds good, too. Need about two scoops UDF ice cream. Raspberry chocolate down chip. with a nice bottle of Coke. Yeah. I, that's good. Okay. That's I got terrible. nothing there. That's terrible. All right. Um, so, we're going to start rounding third. So, Ed, you want to start them off? Yeah. Well, speaking of barbecue and the cowboy, hey, smoked pulled pork or smoked brisket? Pulled pork, for sure. Every time. Definitely. Um, <laughs> Bill said brisket. <laughs> so, do you support the move of the parade from opening day? No. It's so stupid. No. As a person who was honored enough to be in the parade three times... Three times? One, two, three times? And only attacked once during the parade? I don't even know how to respond to that. It was interesting. Uh, no, it needs, to, it needs to stay on the same day. Hey, um, you can have two Bearcats jerseys retired in the new arena with the same three that we already have. Sure. What two jerseys? I mean, right off the bat, it's real easy to say Gary Clark. You yep. have, I think you have to. Four years, he did what he had to do. Um, 
he collected every award he could this year. Yep. Um, I don't know. He was a leader on in off the court. Yeah. Real easy to say, Gary Clark. Um, I think you have to consider Fortson. It's a good one. Um, you could also consider Sean Kilpatrick. Yeah, you could, but He's I don't think it's right away. The second leading scorer in you could. school history. You could. Um. So I I don't know. I mean, between the three of those, I don't think you can make a bad choice. To be completely honest. That's true. So that's my answer on that. Uh, what do you think about Forbes this week? Ranking Great American Ballpark number 23 out of 30. Have they ever been there? (laughs) That place is awesome. There's all kinds of beer, all kinds of food. There's play areas for kids. Maybe it was a different demographic than New York. Middle-aged suburb dad. Am I middle-aged? We're getting there. Oh, crap. Sorry. I would have said worse than that. Okay. Hey, so we talked about this a little bit, but um, do you see Barry Larkin being the Reds manager in the next three years? I'd love to see Barry Larkin. And that kind of sucks for Brian Price because he was never really given a fair shake at any of this. No. He inherited a terrible baseball team when they got rid of everybody, including Dusty. He has not ever been given a great cast of characters to even try and move around and i don't know you just you kind of feel bad for the guy because he's essentially a lame duck like everybody knows he's not the guy and he's just kind of a fill-in until whichever guy comes in and because you got john farrell on the staff now the old manager for the red sox yeah I mean, you figure somebody's waiting in the wings between him and Barry Larkin, who is going public with this stuff now, even though it's been whispered about for about the last two seasons. So, I just thought about it. Then he has to sign at Reds Fest, too. If he's the manager? Yeah, he has to sign autographs. Does he not? He's never been to Reds Fest. Well, when he played, he was at Reds Fest, but after that, it's okay. All right. You going to miss GB? Because uh, I'm still... I miss GB. You you really miss GB? I really miss GB. I, I think it's because I relate to people who have, like, one name superstardom. I don't know. Like, GB, Ichiro, Madonna. I don't know why I relate to them, because it's not like Aaron. I mean, maybe my nickname back in college or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean... I, I'll miss GB. GB had a he had an edge about him. He uh, so much right. so, in fact, that he, he Vander Holyfield. He bit somebody. Or Mike Tyson. Yeah. Well, Vander Mike Holyfield, Tyson. You get it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, sports card collecting. Is it for all ages or just for kids? Well, if it was up to my wife, they'd be out of our house. I don't know why I still have them. I haven't bought a pack since I was a kid. I know you still buy cards. I get it, but. Um, I don't know. Just bought a Preston Brown. I feel like there's a nostalgia about it that I don't want to let go. Uh, I I don't know why they're still in my basement. I haven't gone through them. I know a lot of what's in there just going through my head and thinking like mental inventory and what have you, but I don't know. Is this the year that Billy Hamilton gets traded? That's a hard one. If he can't lay down the bunt. He's like, nah, man, don't trade me. Don't trade me. Come on. Come on, Ed. Come on, Ed. Don't trade me. Come on. I want to be a Cincinnati Red forever. I want to be a Cincinnati Red. I run so fast. <laughs> he, he is super fast. Uh, 
<laughs> and and you know we never we never got to see that race against him and John Ross. But I'm gonna beat John Ross any time of the week, any day. Don't you worry about that. I'll beat him. I'll beat him. Come on, we race right now. He could get traded. It's a possibility. <laughs> and he'll go win a World Series somewhere uh, as a pinch runner. Yeah. So, um, Chris Mack's parting words today. Yeah, what were they? So, I know you didn't read it. Um, his parting words... I definitely wasn't prepared for this. No, but he, he put out this whole letter and everything, and then he finally said, I will always be a Xavier fan, even on those days that we all cherish the most, beating that team down there in Clifton. Hmm. Hmm. We'll see you later, Chris Mack. <laughs> Not going to miss you. See ya. You can take your guy, J.P. JP Makira, with you. Oh, gosh. Um, Dayton Dragons games. How many Dayton Dragons games are you going to go to to see Hunter Green play? I've never been to a Dayton Dragons game. Um, I've never either, oddly enough, even though I went to Wright State. I've, right I've wanted there. to check them out. I've wanted to check it out before. Um, the autographing's better there. I, I might make it to one or two this year. I mean... He's supposed to be the guy of the future, so... I might make it. Um, in your lifetime, who are your Reds grade 8? A Reds grade 8? Yeah. My lifetime? Um, man. Do they have to be position... Pl- like, no, no. Just go top 8? Just go, yeah, top 8. Jose Rio, Tom Browning, Barry Larkin, in no specific order. Um, Joey Votto. Um, gosh, Hal Morris. Um, I feel like I'm probably missing some obvious ones. I feel like you're missing some big ones. Um, I don't know. I I didn't. Chris Sabo, no. Oh, Sabo, yeah. I don't think I'd put him in my top eight. You got the, you got the ring. You got the money. Really you got the women. Him. I'd take Aaron Boone over him, actually. Okay, yeah. Um, the Eric Davis. Eric, yep. Um, I think you have one more. Man, I'm man. You caught me so off guard with this question. You're welcome. Um, for fun, Deion Sanders. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good one to put on there. I don't know. That's a good one. I'm just thinking like players that weren't here long enough to actually put on there, like Demetri Young. You didn't say King Griffey Jr. Oh my God! I know. I didn't even think about it. To be I honest know. with you, you put me on the spot. I was not ready, and I was just trying to get through that question as quick well, as I could. Like you said, we're middle aged now. Ugh, forgetting everything. Lot to choose from. God. Um, how do you feel the season for the Reds is going to be going by the All Star break? It's not going to be. You know what? No, it's going to be fine. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Okay. Yep. Uh, you sound super confident. I'm with that. pretty confident. All right. Yeah. Jason Street or Matt Saracen? <laughs> Matt Saracen's my boy. I'm going yeah, with Saracen all the way. Yeah, all the way. All day, every day. Although, if you get Madden 18, did you get Madden 18? No. So, if you play through like the story mode on Madden 18, Street's one of the characters. No. Yeah. Um, I have to buy it now. Uh, yeah, I got it in, like the week of the Super Bowl. I downloaded it for like fifteen bucks. Yeah, I saw that. I wasn't a member of the PlayStation Planet Whoopsie. or whatever. See, yeah, I know. I tried. All right. Um. So, how many crosstown shootouts in a row is UC going to win now that Chris Max out of here? All of them. 
All, all of them? Until forever. All of them. <laughs> Mick Cronin owns Xavier University. <laughs> owns them. And, and to be honest with you... Um, I feel like he's the shortest emperor of Xavier ever. Lance Stevenson's probably going to take over for Mick Cronin and still own them. Gross. Yep. He's my boy. And you can have him. Yep. Is Sean Casey still the mayor of Cincinnati? No. Oh. I feel like John Cranley's the mayor. Yeah. yeah, he is. Although he got in trouble today. But I was reading that on Twitter. It's, <laughs> it's like a bunch of crybabies down there. So, Bill Murray, happy to see him leave or sad to see him go? Bye. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like Bill Murray, but I can't stand every time a game's on and they have to show him sitting there with that goofy look on his face and his Xavier hat on. I'm like... I feel like officially, unofficially, he should have had to be at every Chive 1-3 meeting that they had while he was here in town. I just feel like he's like, and there I was, sitting there with a Dalai Lama, and he said, (laughs) which means Chris Mack will never be a great coach. So I got that going for me, which is great. (laughs) Hey, will Kenyon Martin win another big three championship this year? Who knows? I mean, who's in charge now? Ice Cube? Always. Yeah, well, we'll see how that all goes. Big three. Forever. I don't know. know. Not, Not a third week in a row. No. No, no. Uh, MLB the show. Are you gonna buy it this year? I don't ever buy that. No. But maybe this I'm, maybe this should be the year. Maybe it should be. They just changed up uh, the whole interface for the road to the show. You should look into it. Is it any like NBA? Um, it's a lot more in depth. I'm really liking the NBA. That's right? why I bought a PlayStation over an Xbox. I have a PlayStation too. I know. Bill has a PlayStation two. Oh. Not as well, but two. Yes, second one. Four. Yeah. Um, Did you wish your boy a happy birthday today? You're going to have to be more specific. Well, it's your boy. You're going to have to be more specific. It was the greatest night of your life. Oh, my boy Danny Fortson? Yeah, today's his birthday. Is it? Happy birthday, Danny Fortson. Today Um, is that boy's birthday. So, for all of you listening, here is a tip what not to do the night of your wedding. If you see a great basketball player who happens to be at the bar that you go to after your wedding, because you're not ready to, to, to stop partying yet, and he comes up to you and he introduces himself to you, and your new wife. Don't tell him you just made my night. Because that's how it quickly becomes the worst night of your life. You also did not call me. I was just one hotel away. I mean... I would have (laughs) ran. I would have actually paid to see you running across the street. I was pretty drunk, so it would have been pretty funny. Um, My last question for you this week... Did you see the UFC disqualification this weekend? No, I didn't. Hit play on that video. Okay, let me pull that up. Let's see. So, to preface this, there was a fight this week, and uh, the guy who won the fight um, actually went to celebrate, and in celebrating, he stepped on the back of his opponent and did a front flip. And was immediately disqualified after beating his opponent. Are you serious? I'm so serious. <laughs> it's not going to let me watch it because we're recording right now. Oh, man. So ridiculous. Okay, so... 
He hopped on the back of his opponent, who's woozy laying on the ground, did a front flip, and was immediately disqualified after he won the match, so then he lost the match. That's a total Xavier move. <laughs> did it's that a, guy go to Xavier? It's a Cleveland Brown move. Is totally what is. a Cleveland Brown move. It's like trading for a quarterback and then messing up the paperwork. <laughs> Alright, that's all the questions we got this week. It didn't work. All right, so the last segment, what's in Ned's fridge? Hey, one quick question. Um, I also wanted to bring up just a couple quick things. Um, New foods at the ballpark this year. Forgot. Cotton candy ice cream cones. That looks exciting. Fishes, hot fudge sundae, and a cup. I won't be eating that. It's so weird. If you're going to serve a hot fudge sundae, it should be in a helmet. Just saying. Yeah, in a helmet. Cervati pretzel buns. Dude, they have a Geta burger with the Cervati pretzel buns. That sounds divine. Uh, probably has good stuff. They're putting in a Smoothie King. Heck yeah. I'm not going to ever eat a smoothie at the Reds game. I'm going to be the first to tell you that. But it's cool that they offer an option now for people who are vegan and things like that to not just have to eat vegetables. Oh, that's vegan? I mean, if you're going to eat like just a fruit smoothie or a vegetable smoothie or a fruit and vegetable smoothie, yeah. I thought it was just so I could get gains. Hashtag gains. Hashtag uh, they're putting in a graders. I thought all this time there was actually a graders already there. I don't go to the ballpark and eat ice cream, but I don't know. There was a UDF there. They had like a mini UDF. Oh, maybe uh, they're gonna war supermarket. Ooh, they should be like a gang war, like on uh, Anchorman screen. They should be like Anchorman, where they, they come the- down in their UDF uniforms versus the graders uniforms. Hey Joe, you know who I'm talking to? Get on that, dude. Um, there's a Geta fry box. Geta. That sounds like the best thing that they've actually added. Geta is the best thing ever. Um, so you can get it on your fries or on your tots. Boom. Tots. And don't forget, you still have the Ballpark Express app. I didn't know about this at all until, like, I don't know, an hour ago. But you can actually order right from the app on your phone and have it delivered to the seat. Not even have to get up. They also have another option where you can have it delivered to a locker. And then you scan your phone. Oh, is that what you do? It doesn't actually go to your seat? I think they have the seat one, too. All right. But they have it so you can scan your phone and a locker door opens. Regardless, I'm going to have to check this out. I wonder if they check IDs. Um, probably, yeah. Because okay. that's, well, you know, a legal thing. Guess I don't have to worry about it. I'm middle-aged. All right. Speaking of checking IDs, we don't have to check ours because, again, we're middle-aged. But we have huh? What's in Ed's Fridge. Today, I am drinking a Rheingeist Dad with the uh, plaid and everything. Yeah. Bill's going to drink a Miller Lite. It's a fine Pilsner beer. Fine Pilsner beer. And I'm going to drink a Rheingeist Knowledge in the Imperial India Pale Ale. So, well, get that going. Yours just blew up. It did. It's probably super old. Nah, it's not that old. God, that's great, actually. With that, we're going to sign off. Um, unless you want to give any knowledge on knowledge. I mean, it's, it's good, but it's hoppy. Hoppy. It's an Imperial Pale Ale. Usually, it's pretty hoppy. Uh, the fine pills in the middle light. Can't go wrong with that one. <laughs> Bill Mayhall, not just the FC Cincinnati <laughs> expert, but also a beer expert. Jack of many trades. Jeez. All right, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. And uh, don't forget to check us out on Twitter, at PTP Podcast Cincy. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Don't forget we're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Podcast Addict. And I really hope this week is the week that we get on Spotify. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace. I'd like to thank everybody because you guys are pretty good. And uh, I'd just like to say that no one gave us a chance. We kicked their ass in four straight. And that's all I got to say. And uh, all I think, I, 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 we kept our mouths shut. We